How's it going, everybody? And who that? My name is Tyler Raymond, and this is a Who Dat Dish podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all things New Orleans Saints. You know, news, information, facts, opinions. You gotta love it when it's our favorite team. You can follow me on Twitter at Raymond Tyler M. Unfortunately, my co-host Dayton Brown won't be on for this episode. He's feeling under the weather. You guys and ladies can still wish him well and follow him on Twitter at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. And make sure to check out our podcast page at the WDD Podcast. So today is Sunday, October 6th, and the Saints actually have a intense division rivalry matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, just in a few hours. So in this episode, I wanted to go over uh, just a bit of information for you guys, some opinions on what to look out for, some X factors, uh, the injury report, everything great you need to know in regards to this divisional matchup that will be happening in just a little bit. So let's get into it. Before this awesome matchup, uh, let's just get into how both teams are playing. Through four games, the New Orleans Saints are 3-1 and lead the NFC South, while the Tampa Bay Bucks are 2-2 and are actually in second place. So the Saints uh, last week came off an impressive win over Dallas Cowboys, winning 12-10. If you guys watched that game, you'll know that the Saints won the first time uh, in forever uh, with actually without scoring a touchdown. So it was a pretty cool win. And uh, impressively enough, the Buccaneers dismantled the Rams in a shootout winning 55-40 to last week. So this is the 55th all-time meeting between the Saints and the Buccaneers, with the Saints holding a 33-21 to advantage. <clears throat> so let's get into the injury report, shall we? In regards to the in- injury report, only two Saints have been ruled out. Drew Brees, of course, obviously, uh, with the thumb injury. But if you've been following the Saints the last few weeks, the Saints have been doing pretty good with backup today, Bridgewater. You've got a defensive end, Trey Hendrickson, ruled out with a neck injury. For the Buccaneers, you have linebacker Jack Kishi or Kaishi. Forgive me if I pronounce that wrong, with an elbow injury. And you have wide receiver Rashad Perryman with a hamstring have both been ruled out. Next, let's take a look at the team rankings on the season. Some of these are actually really interesting. And further, um, we'll back up everything I have to say in a little bit just about how interesting this matchup is and uh, how good of a game it could possibly be. So let's compare offenses first. Um, Passing. Uh, keep in mind, uh, these numbers are a bit obscured, uh, skewed. Uh, we've, Dayton and I have talked uh, in previous podcast episodes how with Teddy uh, uh, holding everything down right now, Teddy and Drew are two different quarterbacks. Drew Brees likes to throw it downfield. Uh, at the same time, he can't really scramble much. It's quite the contrary and the exact opposite, really, for Teddy Bridgewater. He can scramble. But he chooses to play the small game when it comes to passing. So just keep that in mind. Offense passing, the Saints are 24th with 218.8 yards per game. The Buccaneers are 8th uh, with 273.5. Rushing, you've got the Saints 19th with 102.5 yards per game. The Buccaneers are 16th with 113.3. Total yards, the Saints are 26 with 321.3, uh, and the Buccaneers are 11th with 386.8. Uh, 
scoring. The Saints are tied for 18th with 21 points per game. The Buccaneers are fourth, shockingly, with 30.8. So before we get into the turnovers and sacks given up, right now, obviously, it looks like offensively, the advantage goes to the Buccaneers. Turnovers, the Saints have been pretty, uh, pretty good at not giving up turnovers, offensively at least. Uh, they've only given up four, three interceptions and one fumble. Uh, the Buccaneers are tied for 24th with six. They've given up five interceptions and one fumble. Sacks given up. The Saints are uh, tied for 10th with eight. The Buccaneers are tied for 21st with 12. So looking at this offense, it looks like obviously the Saints play a bit more passive and aggressive compared to the Buccaneers. The Saints play it safe. Uh, you can tell in the offense, uh, despite their lower numbers, they haven't given up as many sacks or turnovers as the Buccaneers. So uh, be as that as you may or as you will, sometimes playing passive, you know, leads to cleaner football. And I obviously think that Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Jameis Winston, so you obviously have that into play when it comes to making the right decisions versus just chucking the football down somewhere. So let's get into the defense. Passing, the Saints are 24th, uh, 24th, excuse me, allowing 279.3 yards per game. Buccaneers are 31st, one of the worst in the league, allowing 318.3 yards a game. So if the, we'll, I'll get into this in a little bit, but if the Saints really want to exploit the Buccaneers this week, they really need to air it out downfield. Uh, Traquan Smith is going to be back for this game, and the Saints have a few other, a few other weapons that can definitely help Teddy when it comes to airing the ball out and producing a long game. And I think that'll really make the game not only more exciting, but that'll definitely give the advantage to the Saints if it were to come out to a shootout. Because, again, in my opinion, Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback. When it comes to throwing the ball uh, deep, I think uh, the Saints defense could easily uh, create turnovers and get interceptions on Jameis Winston. So let's hope something happens and we see uh, a different Teddy Bridgewater this week. The defense in regards to rushing. The Saints are 20th, allowing 112 yards per game, but the Buccaneers are first, allowing 59.3. So this is going to be a really interesting matchup to see just what the Saints choose to do against the Buccaneers in terms of uh, ability to create uh, production in two forms for the offense, not only passing but rushing, because to have a balanced offense, you need to have a good combination of both. And if the Buccaneers really limit the Saints to only passing, it can make things difficult for them. So I expect the Saints to definitely get involved early, maybe with screens to Kamara, something to the outside, uh, something that's actually been used a lot against the Saints in their in terms of their own defense and get, in terms of gashing them. If you can't run it up the middle, usually if you have someone quick running it to the side work. So, and by the way, for the Saints, I believe it's been a, close to 30 games now where they haven't allowed a single running back to rush over for 100 yards. So that's something to look out for, too. In total yards per game, uh, the Saints are 26, allowing 391.3. Buccaneers are 21st, allowing 377.5. Scoring, uh, the, Saints are, the Saints are 16th, allowing 23. The Buccaneers are 30th, allowing 29, so nearly 30 there. Takeaways, the Saints are tied for 11th with 6. Uh, with four fumble recoveries, two interceptions, and the Buccaneers are tied for second with nine, 
five fumble recoveries and four interceptions. So, well, as much as I'd like to see this be an offensive game, it could very well end up by uh, those numbers being a defensive game with all those turnovers and the production both defenses have been doing. So, with sacks, the Saints are tied for 17th with 10, and the Buccaneers are tied for 10th with 11. So, they have one more sack than us. So, just going over that, those are all the important information you guys need to know regarding the passing and the rushing and the yard scoring, turnovers, and sacks. And, yeah, uh, with with regards to the offense and defense. Let's get into, right now, what I thought were the more important matchups than I agreed on uh, to discuss. I do have some information, folks, from Dayton in regards to just, like, what he wanted to put out. It's just, unfortunately, he wasn't feeling well. Couldn't really talk very much this week. So, uh, on behalf of him, I'll be relaying some information that we both agreed on. sounded pretty good for the podcast. And uh, that's important to discuss for this episode. So, some bigger important matchups to discuss in regards to Saints versus the Buccaneers later today. You've got the big ones. Uh, Eli Apple versus Godwin, the Buccaneers wide receiver. And the bigger one, Marshawn Lattimore versus Mike Evans. Um, in recent history... Marshall Lattimore has actually been, he's had some rough patches against Mike Evans, you know. Um, there have been times where Lattimore's done a great job covering him. There have been times where Mike Evans, a physical, aggressive wide receiver, who still has unmatched speed, too, apparently, has found ways to beat Lattimore. So this is going to be a really good test for Lattimore. We saw last week how well he did against Amari Cooper. Um, I think if the Saints can close up routes early, and give time for the defensive line to really get in there and either create Jameis Winston turnovers or create chaos and havoc uh, at Jameis Winston, that'll really go in our favor. The next big matchup I wanted to discuss, of course, we mentioned how the Buccaneers surprisingly have the best rushing defense in the entire league versus Alvin Kamara. So, like I mentioned earlier, I think if the Saints want to find success, uh, I think it would be a little bit with misdirection, you know, uh, going out to the sides, throwing it back, just a little trickery, you know, because the Saints are a very good rushing team, too. And despite the numbers, they have one of the best defensive lines, in my opinion, in football right now. And when it comes to getting things done, teams have found that it's really hard to run up the middle with the Saints, so they run to the outside. If that's the same case with the Buccaneers... Do the same thing. So we'll have to see how everything goes with Kamara. Um, so far, the Buccaneers have played the likes of Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Todd Gurley. Three really good running backs. So it'll be a good test to see, especially considering it's a division opponent, how the Saints fare against a really good rushing defense. And another matchup I really wanted to discuss, uh, especially during the past couple weeks, the offensive line for the Saints have been Shaky. Uh, I want to say it's been terrible, but we need more consistency, especially having Teddy now as our quarterback versus Drew Brees, considering his uh, style of play is different. I think just more consistency on the offensive line, winning the trenches against some of the Buccaneers' talented edge rushers and defensive linemen. I think that's something to consider, and hopefully, if it goes our way, should give us the win. So. Another uh, a, another matchup, or maybe mismatch, depending on how you look at it, I wanted to discuss was Teddy Bridgewater, as we mentioned before, 
a quarterback who is very comfortable throwing the pocket for 10 yards or under, but becomes hesitant when it gets further than 10 versus one of the worst defenses in regards to uh, teams passing on them. So like I mentioned before, Teddy Bridgewater, very solid uh, starter, uh, just so happens to be the backup for the Saints now, uh, is very capable when it, uh, when it comes to winning games, scoring points. But at the same time, he's a very hesitant, passive uh, game manager, time clock quarterback, you know, that plays it safe. And here's the thing, like, do you take the chances against one of the worst defenses? If you ask me, I say you have to, because that can really open it up for the Saints, you know, really get it open downfield, really make this, you know, unfair for the Buccaneers, really make it a one-sided game. I think you have to against one of the worst defenses. I mean, if you've got food on a plate and you're already full, but the plate's right there and the food looks really, really good, are you so sure that you shouldn't be taking it? Like, I'm a big guy, folks. <laughs> and if that was, uh, that's a good metaphor, in my opinion, you know, uh, just how the situation could be. I think you definitely take the food. Uh, you, if if you want it, you take it. If Teddy Bridgewater sees the looks open downfield, he's got to take them. I've seen, for example, on Twitter, different analysts doing, uh, you know, uh, evaluations of Teddy. He's a hesitant quarterback. Hopefully, he, he chooses to open up downfield. Hopefully, that makes a, a game impact for the Saints, uh, positively speaking. And so, those are my important matchups I wanted to discuss. Let's get into some X factors that I have for the Saints this week. I, For me, personally, I didn't get Dayton's, but I had limiting offensive production by the Bucks. Surprisingly, Jameis Winston this year has actually been a solid, effective quarterback. What he chooses to be. Like I mentioned earlier, if we can disrupt the timing, get chaos in there, create havoc, you know, anything the Saints defensive line can do, uh, that'll help exploit the possible disadvantages they have in the secondary against the Buccaneers talented wide receivers. I think that's something they definitely need to do and in tune would limit the offensive production. So the Saints need to work as a whole tandem this week defensively, as they have been to really limit offensive production by the offense, and more importantly, Jameis Winston. The next one I had, uh, again, uh, create turnovers. I think this all runs through Jameis Winston. Uh, I see the Saints' uh, defensive line making the Buccaneers one-dimensional this week, taking out the run game, so that'll really force Jameis Winston to put it on his back. And who knows? Uh, if you guys saw that meme once where you said we should eat a W, He'll probably be choking on considering uh, he's not a great quarterback. So let's hope the Saints can create turnovers against Jameis Winston and really change the game for the better and give the Saints a further, um, further lead in the NFC South. And last but not least, I've mentioned it several times already, but Teddy airing it out. I think that goes in hand with other wide receivers and offensive playmakers stepping up. Um, I think this is a great week for the company of Jared Cook to get involved, to have a great game. Let's see. I think other receivers, you know, besides Michael Thomas and Ted Gid Jr., they kind of get the exception considering they're they're up on the depth chart. You know, they're it's always expected of them. But other guys that can really make a difference for the Saints, Austin Carr, Lowell Jordan Humphrey, Traquan Smith, now that he's back, with Keith 
Kirkwood being out, this is a really big game for the Saints. And hopefully, if the, if we get this division win, that'll just further uh, put us in the winning. You know, in great in a great situation for when Drew Brees gets back. So hopefully, everybody needs to step up this week. And hopefully, if Teddy airs it out, we'll have some receivers that are open and that can make plays for us. Last but not least. We've got score predictions. So this week, uh, I'll say mine first. I'll get into Dayton's. Um, my score prediction, I have the Saints doing what I've been saying. I think they air it out. I think the defense does relatively well. I think uh, a lot of big big guys for the Saints, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, both have big games. Despite uh, their success defensively for the Bucks this year uh, and rushing, They've been known to give up big chunk plays to Kamara before, so I expect that again. Uh, despite Drew Brees not being in the game this time, I still think the Saints get it done at home. My score prediction, the Saints win 30-21. to Dayton, my co-host, the Saints winning 34-30. to A little bit more of a close game, and the defense allowing a little bit more points. Not surprisingly, considering again how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have some weapons. Uh, they have a great head coach now in Bruce Arians, and Jameis Winston, surprisingly, is playing like a competent quarterback. So, yeah, that's all the information, folks, I have for you guys today. Uh, just a quick rundown. We went through all the team history with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, previous games, the Saints and Buccaneers both won. The injury report, team ranking rankings for the season on offense and defense, important matchups, acts. X factors and score predictions. I appreciate you guys tuning into this episode so much. Um, uh, let's just go over real quick where you can follow us on social media again, in case you guys weren't listening the first time. We really appreciate the feedback and the communication. Uh, it hasn't been uh, as much as we expected, but at the same time, we do appreciate anything and everything we receive. So, our main social media, you can follow us on Twitter uh, for myself at Raymond Tyler M. For my amazing co-host, uh, who's feeling a little ill-weathered today, uh, Dayton underscore Brown underscore. If you guys really do uh, go on Twitter, make sure leave him a message. Tell him I sent you. Tell him I hope he gets better. Uh, I already did, but you guys can too. Make sure to check out our podcast page at the WDD Podcast. You can find these podcast episodes on Spreaker.com and uh uh, Spreaker.com and iTunes, and let's see, make sure to give us a rating on iTunes, uh, just make sure to check us out on everything that we do, and as always, guys, I appreciate, I appreciate you guys and ladies tuning in, as always, who that baby? <laughs>